girl. Mm. I uh, brought you some nuts. There you go. Sorry they're not hot, but it's a long walk back here to Siberia. Why? Oh, I don't care about the nuts. I just want to know what's going on with William and Monica. Why is she on this plane? I mean, is it a coincidence or did they hook up in New York? Sweetie, we have something in first class called boundaries. Maya! Look, all I know is that they're talking about playing in each other's sandboxes, which I'm sure is just code for something nasty. Speaking of which, I, uh, need to get back to my seat. Something back here is making me itch. We've heard. <laughs> We've heard you've been missing us. It is Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. We have made it to season five. Oh my gosh, we are over the halfway point. Woo! And that is an accomplishment because most most podcasts fizzle out in the first like three months, not even sometimes. I know some. <laughs> so uh, shout out to us. By the way, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today's episode that we are covering is the season premiere of season five, L.A. Bound. Original air date 9-20-2004, written by Mara Brock Akil. Yep, this is a good one. I liked it. I liked the way it was shot. It was almost like a movie. Oh, yeah. It was definitely giving rom-com vibes, for sure. Yes. Good <laughs> call. And the way they're moving in and out of this plane and... The way the music worked. I'm always about the camera work. You know how I do. You um, know. The budget is there. But that there. was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they got it. They got it. They even got some cameos. I'm like, okay. A few. <laughs> they got a few cameos in this motherfucker. Yeah. Past, present, and future. So we'll get into that uh, once we get there. But Etsy Rowe is our uh, person of the streets. Just want to know, is there anything we should be talking about on this podcast that's happened that won't annoy me? Oh. That won't annoy me, oh, Etsy. Oh, God. Oh, God. That has been too much. It's just the girls and the boys have been doing the most. I'm I'm ready to just get straight into it. I can't before we go on a tangent. Okay. You know that's valid. That is completely valid. There's enough drama in our episode to talk about. So we're going to head on into L.A. Bound. So this episode has no cold open. It just starts. Mm-hmm. I don't even think there's a previously on it just starts with joan at the door oh i got the previously on the thing thing oh you did yes i did i got the i'll tell you how mine started it started with oh that's all i got and then the intro see mine got the recap that's crazy so weird we we are on different platforms, so. Yeah, but you would think that the one that's the official one would have the previously. You would think that, yes. But I don't know. And I watched it multiple times. And it's a clean who this time because there's no cold open. So the song just starts yeah. no laughing. Like, you know how it's like a laugh track and then it goes into the song? No, it was silent. Uh-huh. I was like, dang, that's clean. So, you know. <laughs> That's how we start. But tell us what happened in this uh, opening scene. So Joan is, Joan is at the door. Joan is at the all, door. She looking all cute or whatever. She was looking real good in that green dress. Oh, 
the curls popping. You know Joan loves the green. She loves to make a statement. She does love green. I noticed that. It could be a little bright, but I like the green that she has on here. I like the forest greens, the darker greens. Those greens look really good on her. Oh, I love it. So she's at what she thinks is William's door. Yes. So she's knocking. She thinking she about to somebody rock knocking the boots. And then <laughs> guess who opens up the door? It's some type of white bitch that opens the door. And then guess who comes? Oh gee. <laughs> if you don't know who Whoa. this is, she's too young for I you. I guess if you she... don't know who this is, I mean whites and blacks know who she is, so I can't even say you're not even white or black. If you don't know who this is, you must not have been alive in 2003-ish, 2004-ish. You're too young. Yeah, because she was everywhere for a minute. Okay. This is the original OG reality TV bad girl. Okay? Original OG reality TV coon and ass. Oh. Well, before that, Omarosa. (laughs) Let's give it a round of applause for Omarosa. She paved the way for the meetings. I'll give a round of applause because... She black and she, you know, she does her thing. Because, you know, she was tight with, with old Orange, Agent well, oh, Orange, for yes, a minute. Yeah, she was tight with him for a little bit. But you know what? During this time... Yes. So she ain't know like that. We None of us knew, I guess. So we can give her that. <laughs> but once she found out, she was like, oh. She was like, I'm out of here. Yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting, Omarosa's story. But, so Omarosa plays a lesbian? <laughs> Yes, she <laughs> and she plays a lesbian in the most like it's not it's it's by implication. She don't got to like kiss nobody or do nothing. Yeah, yeah, she don't got to she don't got to kiss nobody. So so. OK, so this is it. So Joan opens the door. There's a white woman that opens the door once um, once Joan knocks. Right. So the white woman is like, hi. And Joan is like, oh, I must be at the wrong place. And then Omarosa comes. and She's like, bitch, are you cheating on me with her? Something like that. So, yeah. Omarosa starts running after Joan. And Joan is like, wait, wait, wait. I'm not a lesbian. I promise. It's just all a misunderstanding. And then Omarosa not here with for the shits. So, Joan says, wait, let me take off my shoe. So, she takes off her shoe and then she starts running. And that's kind of the end of the scene. So, yeah. Yeah. So, we don't get our reunion with uh, William and Joan. We don't get what we thought we were going to get. So, that's that. It was a wrong door. So next we are back with Tony and Todd. And apparently Todd don't believe Tony's pregnant. No. And they're in the streets arguing about it. Mm-hmm. Do you believe she's pregnant? I think it might have been a mistake. She needs to get another test. I think she believes she's pregnant. Okay. But she's not. Right. So when you get one positive, you got to take another one to make sure it wasn't a mistake. Yes. Okay. I know the answer, so <laughs> that's a good answer, though. That's a good answer, but I know the truth. Um, but he don't believe her, and he's making some points. Tony, who won't sweat out her hair for anybody, is pregnant. Yes. What that got to do with her being pregnant? It doesn't have anything to do with her being pregnant, but it sounds like he's implying that you decided to keep a baby, like you're going to have this child, even though you're about to sweat out your hair when you deliver it. Like you're cool with that. <laughs> Because pregnancy is a workout. Oh, for sure. It's more than a workout. But so you're going to sweat out your hair. You're cool with that, Tony? I mean, it's fine if she can sweat, up, sweat out that shortcut. Yeah, it's about time. Oh, yeah. Get rid of it. Shave it all off. <laughs> <laughs> is that dramatic? I'm sorry. That's just I said the quiet part out loud. But, you know, guys, Todd should believe his his. I guess they're still married. Todd should believe his wife. Believe women. 
until proven guilty. And then he trying to talk about get a pregnancy test. Boy, if you don't get your ass, huh? I mean, what is he supposed to do? <laughs> what is he supposed to do, though? The way he said it, he was like, oh... I don't believe you get a pregnancy test. Like, she's some type of bitch you just now started fucking with, as if she's not your wife. Like, nigga, what? Here's the thing, though. I don't believe you was just as bad. Like, it didn't just make a turn for the worse when he said get a pregnancy test. I don't believe you is just as bad as you should get a pregnancy test. Like, Right. That whole segment of sentences together. The fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> the whole hodgepodge. Yeah, the whole thing. And I'm thinking, I mean, shit, y'all got a, a Dwayne Reed on every corner in New York. You can just pop on in. <laughs> That's what I said. One thing New York is good for is all, all little convenience stores and bodegas. You can probably buy one at a bodega. Right. From Akbar and them. They got them. Yeah, you can probably buy one at a newsstand. Who knows? <laughs> so he's just putting together that Tony's been trying everything to get him back. So he don't believe this shit. And she don't want to say no test. And she says, listen, how dare you? I'm your wife. I don't have to prove it to you. And um, Tony isn't known for being a liar, is she? I mean, she's manipulative, but she's not. You don't know her for being a liar. That's what I was saying. I was like, Tony don't really be lying. I mean, she bougie or whatever. Classist and egregious. Oh, definitely. But she ain't a liar. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she'll manipulate you till the sun go down, but. Right. Lies? I don't know. Tony's like, listen, little man, I'm pregnant and we're married. And I suggest you say goodbye to Natalie because I'll be on the 240 flight tomorrow to L.A. And you better be on the plane. And at that point, she calls the cab and says to the Royale. And the driver's like, bitch, we already here. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, take me to the plaza. You messing up my exit. Come on. So she hops in the um, she hops in the taxi and says goodbye. I'm like, is this supposed to show us that she lying about her exit? Is this supposed to show us that? Are they hitting? <laughs> I was just like, okay, girl, why are you going to waste these taxi drivers' time and waste your money? Don't they start at a certain base rate? As long as she pay them, I mean, she got money, right? So it's nothing to her. I'm sure the plaza's not far away. I guess. The point where it would be that much. But next, we're at Joan's hotel room. She's telling Lynn the whole lesbian story, and she thinks that it's a sign that she shouldn't be with William. And Lynn says, all right, cool. Well, let's talk about me now. And she talks about how she was so disappointed when she met her birth father and she couldn't tell him the truth because she was mad and nervous. Um, she also hates him for taking the money and abandoning her. We know that. Blah, blah, blah. We've heard that a million times. Mm-hmm. And Joan's really upset because she feels like this is a joke. William is the man of her dreams. Really? Really, William? The man of your dreams? William? What you dreaming about? Oh, you sure they ain't nightmares? <laughs> Night terrors and shit? Like, what you doing? I don't know. You know what? You can't deny love, you know? Oh. Love is love. So she decides her and Lynn should make a pact. They pinky swear that in the morning, Joan is going to tell William how she feels, and Lynn is going to tell her birth father who she is. And they both agree. And at first I was like, Lynn ain't going to follow through with this shit. <laughs> right. Lindy, Lynn... Lynn say say one thing to get you to say another and then she don't she'll come up with an excuse but damn the next the very next scene we see her at the birth father's house she followed through with what she was gonna do okay Lynn they should make pinky swears with you all the time especially when it comes to money <laughs> can't make pinky swears to Lynn about money so she done hopped in the fucking um doggy door to get into their house this is I'm surprised she 
Well, I mean, you can't do nothing. He didn't have a gun ready, but it could have went bad if it was the wrong family. Um, yeah. So he sees her in the morning. He's you know, trying to get his coffee together. And he sees her and he goes, what are you doing here? And she goes, I'm your daughter. I'm like, damn, well, okay, make it short and sweet. Yeah, direct. Let's get this started. And then we hear the wife yelling off camera about getting ready for church. Guess who the fuck the mom is? OG from Family Matters, gang, gang, Mama Do. Yes, it's Harriet Winslow. Oh, yes. The, the actress's name is Joe Marie Payton. And guys, this is the fourth person we've had on this show from Family Matters. Mm. And you name them all? Etsy Rowe? I know Can they you name their character. Names? I know they had Laura. Um, yeah. I know they had they had the the brother. Yeah. So I, I forgot what his Eddie. name is. Eddie. So Eddie, Laura, the moms. What was the fourth person? They had Steve Urkel in their shit. Nah, they ain't never got Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know if they can afford Steve. Yeah. Um, no, it was Peaches. Peaches uh, played Waldo Geraldo Faldo, Sean Harrison. He has a reoccurring yeah, role. Somewhat. So he's not a family member. He's not one of the Winslows, but he's Eddie's best friend. Yeah. So, yeah, they got Joe Marie Payton on this show playing uh, Kenneth's wife. And next we're in the lobby of the hotel. Everyone's checking out. Monica and William are in the lobby and they're departing. And she does this thing where she bends down and backs up into his crotch it was weird like she was trying to like do something with her luggage it was yeah it was, i didn't get it she was trying to do a bend and snap or something i don't know it was weird <laughs> but he, he he looks like oh shit but she talks about how serendipitous <laughs> i like that word it was that they got to hang out in new york and they found each other what a coinky dink etsy you know there's only two ways <laughs> that you have this level of coincidence it's either it's either the universe Really want y'all to be together? Or somebody out here lying? Universe. You believe in that universe stuff? To a certain extent. Of course. <sighs> it's something. <laughs> um, so anyway, William's like, yeah, you know, in more ways than you know, it was perfect timing. You know what that means? Because Joan kept denying him. So it's like, oh, okay. Got my second, my second round draft pick here. Mm-hmm. She says, maybe I'll call you when I'm back in L.A. And when she said it, the way she said it, I was like, she ain't going to call. Oh. The way she said it was very unsure. She's like, oh, maybe, maybe I will. And he goes, maybe I'll answer. And then they have an awkward kiss that she looked like she ain't want, mm. which is weird. And they depart, move on to the next scene. It's like little vignettes of everyone checking out, which is kind of, there's a lot more coincidence that goes on that. It's just convenient for TV. We'll talk about that later. They're for sure. But we, <laughs> but we see Maya and she has some issues with uh, checking out. Maya not trying to pay for them charges. I'm telling you, I'm telling your manager and I'm telling Mayor Bloomberg himself. Okay, sweetie, ain't nobody had and ain't nobody gonna pay for a twenty dollar Kit Kat. <laughs> $20 Kit Kats. This is like from before. This is a continuation of last week's episode. Yeah. Last, last month for us, anyway. Last seasons. Yeah. You can't hide that the Kit Kat's missing, girl. Right. If I was her, I would, um, if it was that serious, girl, you better head over to the bodega and buy a little dollar Kit Kat <laughs> and put that shit back in the room. 
It's so funny that that only just popped up into my head when you said that. Like, oh my god, girl. Yeah, why not just go to Bodega, buy a dollar? I'm sure it ain't some special Kit Kat with a special marking right. that they know mm-hmm. was eaten. You know, mm-hmm. for sure, it have to be special packaging for them to know it ain't theirs if you replace it. And they ain't gonna do that. It's too many of those to put in each room, so they just gonna get the regular Kit Kat. They gonna buy that shit wholesale from BJ's or Sam's Club or one of them mm. motherfuckers. Charge you niggas times. Two hundred and make a cute little you bonus. Scamming, you know, Look cash at, at me. You. Okay, okay. <laughs> so at the same moment, we see Joan, and she sees William, and she's like, "Oh, William!" And tries to run up to him, but then she's interrupted. And I will say, I don't know this woman. Do they say this woman's name? I guess they say it at the end. Mm-hmm. We gonna say the white lady? Is that what we calling her? The white lesbian? Yeah, we call her the white lesbian. Yeah, everybody know who we talking about. Okay, that's not offensive, y'all, right? Right? Nah, I mean, she's white she and is. a lesbian. She's white and she's a lesbian. We'll never get our name. You know how, like, white people be, like, when, get mad when you call them white? <laughs> Yo, they do. What up, white girls? Like, why you gotta say that? Like, you white. You a girl. What the fuck? <laughs> and then they'll be like, oh, what if I said, what up, nigger, bitch? And it's like, um... <laughs> <laughs> they take it so like, far are you bro okay? like <laughs> like they have to take it theirs because they they know it ain't offensive so they got to go extra hard to like find it equally offensive to us like bitch if you said that yeah if you did i would punch you in your face like, but i ain't say no shit like that like well what if i said what up uncle tom like what <laughs> <laughs> yo i can't I can't with them people. Yeah. So yeah, if y'all find it offensive, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what you want us to say. She's a white lesbian. We don't know her name. That's that on that. Move it on. Yeah. So let's go. So she has the audacity to come up to Joan and explain and apologize what happened earlier. This was completely useless to me. I don't understand why she did that. Yeah. Super. It was just a little plot coupon to keep Joan away from William and telling him how she feels. Yeah. For sure. Omarosa pops up. Omarosa has a name in this show named Trina, but we're not going to call her that. It's it's Omarosa. We're going to call her Omarosa. <laughs> <laughs> like, so Omarosa pops up out of the clear blue sky and says, oh, you think you can flaunt her in front of me? And Joan runs again and she chases her again. She's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and the crazy thing is whenever she does this, Omarosa waits. Yeah. She's like, wait, like, let me give you the courtesy. Of getting ready for me to beat your ass. Like. <laughs> and I'm like, so she takes off her shoes again. And once she does that, she continues to chase her. But surprisingly, somehow Joan makes it on that plane. And Tony's there too. And she's holding out hope. Tony's holding out hope that Todd's going to jump on the plane too. Even though, even after it was in the air, she was still hoping that Todd would be on the plane. He could still be going to, to um, LA, just not on that flight. Mm-hmm. Well, he got to be on that one. Maybe he's leaving a little later. Maybe he has other things to take care of. You know, he was employed in New York. He can't just pop on out like you can. And you know he don't want to run into you. He'll fuck around and get the early or later flight just because. His sneaky ass. Yeah. There's a lot of planes to go to L.A. So she's pestering the flight staff about it, too. And they're sick of her. So Tony, Maya, William, and Monica are all riding first class. Monica pops up. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know why. But no one's expecting her. All these people are on the same flight. And none of them have a specific time when they need to be back in L.A. They didn't book their... their none of their flights in together. Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't make sense that we're all on the same flight. <laughs> TV land. You know. Anyway, so 
We see Maya in first class. She's promoting her book to the lady sitting next to her. She says she was thinking about turning it into a screenplay. And that in the role of Maya herself, she was thinking. <laughs> Who was she thinking? Who's going to play her? Yeah. You remember what she said? No. Who she said? Well, but since you don't remember, who do you think should play her? If if Maya turned Oh Hell Yes into a screenplay, who should play Maya? Who do you think? If we were talking today, Kiki Palmer. Actually, Kiki would be good. That's a good one. Kiki would be good. Early 2000s? Maybe Vivica A. Fox? That's what I thought. Girl, that's what she said in the show. That's what, <laughs> that's she, what said? she said? In, the, in, the, in this very scene, she tells the lady she was thinking Vivica. Are you you really didn't remember it? No, are you lying? Where I did not remember it. I watched this shit like a week ago. Oh my god! (laughs) Damn. Okay. I'm so good. good. Yeah. I think that would have been the perfect choice um, for sure in the early 2000s for Vivica to play her. And of course, today I like the Kiki thing. I can't think of anybody better than Kiki right now. Yeah. Kiki, keep a job. Kiki, keep Palmer. a job, Palmer. You know she got her own network now? I know that's right. Key TV. Okay. Maybe we can put the new reboot of uh, Girlfriends on there. A reboot? There's not one now, but... You think old girl gonna allow it? Well, Mara? Yeah. I don't think she Why gonna, wouldn't she? She gonna wanna fuck with it? So there's no hope for us? Etsy, is that what you're saying? I don't think so. I don't think she's too keen on the reboots. And I remember they were trying to play with her when it comes to the money, when she was talking about making a movie. So I don't mm. know. I don't I don't really okay. think she's fucking with it. I'll temper my excitement and my hope. The hope in my heart for that. Okay. Let us know, Twitter. If you have any recent interviews of Mara talking about girlfriends or revamping it or anything like that. But from what I've seen... In the past years, she ain't really with the shits unless the coin looking right. Well, let's get the coin right. Where's 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 uh oh boy um Papa Daddy Warbucks? What's his name? Um Kelsey cut the check, Grandma. Kelsey cut the check. I don't know. Uh, you could put your name. Can you do something? <laughs> negotiate? <laughs> I don't know. Cause they was trying to play with her with the movie. As long as it has the regular cast, I don't want no newbies unless they're playing other characters. The original girls are gonna play the original girls. Ooh. All right, guys. You, you think I'm not you, with the whole? You think they can get favorite nepo baby? Um, Tracy. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> yes, I think they can. What What is she doing right now? I don't know. Black is just finished, Not that right? she don't got a job. I'm not trying to... And that's, no, and that's not even... We're not even trying to be shady. I don't even know if we're going to put that in. But anyway. I mean, yeah. She don't got no ill will as far as I know toward the show. No, no. She looks at it at a very, as a very fond memory. And they, they did do that that reunion with Charlemagne, which was a fuck with Charlemagne. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But... Yeah. They could have picked a better, that's what better host for that. Like Oprah. Oprah would have been better, right? Oh, yes. I would have loved the class Oprah will get the truth out of you she will get all she will get your darkest secrets out of you so Jill Marie was there a a real reason that you left the show were you silent or were you silenced (laughs) oh she do the hands the hand motions with it like she orchestrating a a I love it I love it. Let's Concert have let's have them in, in like the, in 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 the, in the winery, you know, with with a nice background. Yeah, let's get them outside in the backyard. <laughs> get some chairs for them and everything. The yeah. flowers, real let's cute. Let's do it. Let's yeah, get it. Let's do it. <laughs> so next we see Joan, and her seat is right next to some large large man. Not a good way to say it. Mm. He, 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 he's a, large. he a hefty one. Yeah, yeah, he's hefty. 
Husky. He's husky, too. Husky. Yes. <laughs> and so she tries to take the outside seat, but he don't want to. He's already sitting there in the outside seat, and she don't, he don't want to move. But she wants to take it because she says to the guy, the man I love is sitting first class, so I, I, I might want to get up and talk to him. Okay. So we move on to Tony. Tony's being delusional about Todd getting on a plane. She's arguing with the stewardess because <laughs> she don't want the plane to take off without him. And it's so funny. Um, for a second, she's like, oh, you know, don't worry. I see him right now. <laughs> you remember that part? And she thought it was a little, and she's like, oh, it's not him. It's just a little boy. And it's some little white boy. It's a little boy. <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, shit. I thought it was him because she points off screen. We don't see what she's pointing at. Exactly. So when I thought, oh, okay, he on a plane. And then it's like, oh, no, it's it's not him. But he, he is that small, though. So keep an eye out for him. For sure. Um, so Monica gets on and we go back to Joan and the big dude got the owl seat. What would you do in this situation if you were her and you had to sit next to this big dude? I mean, what can you do? Huh? The most you can do is, um, is ask him. That's it. So when he say no, that's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. He doesn't have to give up his seat. That's a courtesy. Right? I just thought you had some some street knowledge on how to finesse that. Like, you know, you'd be a finesse. I mean, so I just you figured could, I'd ask. If you would have to prepare for that beforehand and be like, oh, well, you know, um, have some doctored paperwork, like why you got to be close to the bathroom or something. That's the most I can say. I would at least try to talk to the black stewardess. Only the black one, though. Oh, what you going to say to her? Would I try to get her in trouble? I mean, there's a, there was a few seats available in first class. We don't got to tell nobody. Uh, later on, you did let her, but... I mean, that's girl, what... I'll be like, that's girl, what you know. I'm saying. Like, girl, listen, look look at my situation. Can you help me out? Can you help a sister? Can you oh, help a sister like out? switching. I thought you meant for, like, trying to get his seat. So just getting out of that section as a whole. No, not his seat. Get out of that section. There's others. There has to be other seats. At least one somewhere. And we saw there were some in first class. But come on, there has to be another seat somewhere. Mm. If not, fine. But at least try to talk to the, the black stewardess. Hmm. So she tries her best to squeeze out, finds herself in a compromising position. And she's like, you know what? Well, first, I'm thinking, just wait till you get to L.A. and you can talk to William then. You don't got to deal with this. You don't got to try to squeeze out. Y'all going to the same place. You know where he lives. You know where he works. Mm-hmm. The guy doesn't care. She gives she gives the guy a rundown of what's going on in her life like he fucking cares. Listen, I've been looking for the man of my dreams my whole life. And now he's right up there in first class, only he doesn't know how I feel because I went to the wrong door in the middle of the night and got chased by some psychopathic lesbian. Now he's sitting up there with his conniving black widow ex-girlfriend who's going to seduce him and steal him away from me and he's going to be lost to me forever all because you won't pry yourself out of your damn seat. I don't even know the guy, but I have a feeling I'd be doing him a favor if I just sat here. I don't mean you any disrespect, but I hate you. And when I die alone, I'm going to come back and haunt your fat ass. He doesn't want to move, so she fat shames him. She is mad, mad. Mm. So Monica's talking to William. And she's like, so now that we're back together, he's like, whoops, skirt, skirt. Nope. Mm -mm. We ain't back together. Mm -mm. It was just one night. Not Mr. (laughs) Begging for a wife. Now he think he's trying to flex on a bitch. I mean, he can. He's senior partner now. He's like, it was one night. Nobody said we was back together. 
That's when Monica reveals that she's a sneaky motherfucker. Monica been keeping tabs on William. That's how she knew he was senior partner because he never told her that. So she got her connects and whatever, whatever. And they've been telling her to tea. So she probably know that Joan ain't got no job. I ain't even think about the fact that she know Joan business. Mm-hmm. Mm. Monica act like William's the only dude in this world. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it's odd. She did all of that. Met his ass in New York. Yeah. That's a lot. It is. Because, like, you telling me ain't no other senior partners, single men who are senior partners in all of California? You gotta go for him? Black ones. Black ones. Because we can even say that. I'm sure there's another black man who's a senior partner at another firm or something. Mm. It's probably rare, though. But she would you- have to date out to make the, um, to get better chances. Yeah, I guess you can't just Google them now. You can't do social media like, like hashtag, like hashtag Black Lawyer LA or some shit. <laughs> black Lawyer LA. That could be a show. Oh, I don't black think any lawyer, lawyer LA. Ain't, ain't trying to be on, the, on one of them reality shows, Shall They got real jobs. Like actual, actual. Well, I mean, they could do their job. It would just be like a camera following them in their everyday life. Like how they do those real estate shows, like Sun, like selling Sunset and all that bullshit. They could. That way they can be celebrity lawyers, you know? True. We need more Johnny Cochran's. I miss Johnny Cochran. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Mr. Cochran. If the glove don't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You, you, you did some things no one ever thought you could do. So good for you. R.I.P. But yeah, Monica's been keeping tabs. She done, you know, found out he where he was staying in New York must have been and actually bought a ticket and flew out and knew all this shit. Like, William, do you really want a woman like that that's going to be keeping tabs on you like this and follow you to NYC? Mm-hmm. I mean, she ain't even your girlfriend. She doing shit like this. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I guess not because he says, you know, let's keep it light and be friends. And uh, she says... <laughs> What we did last night, friends don't do. Oh, come on, Monica. Friends have sleepovers all the time. <laughs> we do play well together, don't we? I do love to share my toys. <laughs> and I have a toy box you can store them in. <laughs> I don't like Monica. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I don't her like her. Either. Excuse me. Her spirit is just ugh. Yeah, she just. I understand she's ambitious, and that's cool. It's cool to be ambitious and know what you want in life, and I never want to deny or diminish a black woman's hustle ever i just don't want to do that but there's something conniving about her you know for sure definitely underhanding mm-hmm. so next we're back at lynn's birth father's house jesus <laughs> his name is kenneth and <laughs> they're all eating dinner and all they got for the menu on the menu is pretty much meat products it's like sausage ham roll up which wow ham roll up <laughs> Short ribs. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have any carbs. Like, she could have eaten the cow- carbs. They don't got no mac and cheese. No, no pasta. I mean, they did have the fucking um, mashed potatoes, but that's, uh, they got hot dogs in them. They ain't got no greens. That's what they should have fucking had. If you're going to have meat, you got to balance that out with some veggies. Come yeah, on. I ain't got no spinach, no asparagus, broccoli, nothing. No, what was it called? Uh, string beans nothing broccoli would have been some steamed broccoli seasoned nicely yeah but he's a her birth dad is a butcher that's why they got all this meat but 
rounding out the uh the round table of celebs we got harriet we got old boy from uh Sanford and Son. Mm-hmm. And who who's playing Lynn's half brother? Do you know this guy? Um, old boy from one of them shows. But I, I recognize his face immediately. <sighs> one of them shows. This is Aldous Hodge. A young Aldous Hodge looking really fucking young because he's jacked and he looks way older now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing Lynn's half brother, Matthew. He, the show you're probably talking about is called Underground with uh, Journey Smollett. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know him from. Well, I watched that show. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't really get through it because it broke my heart sometimes. So I just stopped. But I do know him from Black Mirror. He was in uh, the same episode that Letitia Wright was in, uh, Black Museum. Mm-hmm. It's a, that was a, a good I, I, episode. I didn't watch that show, but I did like that episode. Uh, Aldous Hodge is also in a new movie with The Rock called Black Adam. You heard about that one? No. It's a DC movie. Probably not. It's a dude movie. I'm not seeing that. Um, but yeah, he's he's doing big things. He's doing big things right now. So shout out to uh, Aldous Hodge making his uh, early start in this episode in this show. Yeah, he's been working for a long time. Shout out to him. Yeah. It's funny. I always see these people that are like celebrities now and they're doing bigger things. And I'm like, you're on this show? Like this little rinky dink part that you were doing? Like, well, I guess you got to start somewhere. You know. You know. Humble beginning. Yeah. So Lynn tells the family she don't eat meat and everybody's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and the brother's like, yo, well, dad's a butcher. So you must going to go hungry because meat is all we got. And of course, you know, Harriet, I'm not going to call her Harriet. I don't know her name. Harriet Winslow, the wife. Y'all know what we talking about. She feels a little offended. She got an attitude because, I mean, she's going through a lot today. She just found out that her husband has a, a baby that I guess she never knew about. He didn't tell her about this child that he gave up 30-some years ago. For some bread. She just found out her husband is a piece of shit. He gave up his, yeah, his so kid for some Yeah, so she's kind of got a little attitude. Yeah, she got attitude. We're we, we going to let her rock. She she got attitude, but we're going to let yeah, her rock. Gonna yeah, we're going to let her. We're going to let her have it. But at least she's sitting down and breaking bread with the girl, you know. She ain't have to do all that. But she is upset that she don't eat meat. And she's like, you know what? Well, we got the mashed potatoes. And Lynn's like, well, they have hot dogs in them. She's like, well, pick them out. She's like, nah, I I take seriously what I put in my body. I'm a vegan. First off, who puts hot dogs in mashed potatoes? I don't know. That must be some 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 southern shit. And they're not in the south. So I I don't I don't they're, know. They're they're we're presumably in like northeast America. That's weird. I don't know, man. That's that's some white shit. I've never heard of that before. Like when that came up and she you put said the hot, hot dogs, dogs, I was like, huh? And she goes up oh, because they're gonna spoil or something? Yeah, she had to do something with them. She had to eat them because they're about to spoil, so you don't want to waste food. But why she couldn't make no uh no baked beans with the hot dogs in them? That would have been that would have worked. Yeah, beanie beanie weenies. I don't know. She had to put them in the mash. I don't even like that shit. Mashed potatoes be hitting it by itself. <laughs> you don't need none of that extra shit. In it. Yeah, you, they don't need no help. Mashed potatoes don't need no fucking help. Okay. Uh uh-uh. uh. For the right ones, nah. You really don't. Maybe the white person. Let me stop. Let me stop. I meant for the right ones. <laughs> I think I know what you meant, though. You said maybe for the white ones. Bitch, I'm done. So, um, we find out that her half-brother has the same problem she has as far as focusing on shit and following through with, like, life decisions. So, it seems like the dad passed this trade on to his kids. Yeah, for sure. 
And the son, Matthew, he wants to be a, a ballet dancer. And they fucking shame him. Oh, I tried to focus on ballet, but someone refused to pay for my unit talk. <laughs> now you know how that sissy talk gets your father's blood pressure going. Excuse me. Like, damn. Knock, knock. The early 2000s are a call-in. <laughs> a ring, ring, whatever the fuck. Bling, bling. Um, you can learn a lot about, what is it, working hard at something when you get in stuff like that. Uh-huh. I don't know. When you get into those extracurricular activities, they're really for that, really, to build discipline. And, um, and networking and how to talk to people and how to present yourself in a... Um, Kind of like a when girls take those lessons where they put the book on their head and shit and they walk. The etiquette class. Kind of like that for boys sometimes. Etiquette. It teaches you etiquette. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And it teaches school. boys. If, if you're in ballet and you, you have female partners that you dance with, you learn how to be around girls and how to treat them and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of benefits to being in that. But what surprises me, though, is that Lynn, being as liberal as she is, doesn't have this foresight. She actually co-signs what the parents are saying. Lynn, do you think a guy who's interested in ballet is gay? Uh, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> and I'm like, was well, this, did a different writer write these lines? Because this isn't Lynn. Lynn is usually really open-minded. Yeah, this ain't Mara. Mara didn't write this one, right? Yeah, maybe Mara handed it off for like one scene and then came back and, and overlooked this part. But she does try to walk it back and she tells the parents that life is meant to be explored. So, you know, he should be able to see what he likes. And the dad says, you know what? He can explore on his own dime after he graduates. Uh, we find out the brother's been dropping in and out of junior college. And the dad goes on and says, Do you know when I was this boy's age, I had already opened my own business. That's easy to do when you take seed money for giving up a child. Okay. That was a good clap back. Points. Some points, points. were made. You acting like you just came up with this money out of the clear blue sky. Like you made it out the mud. The fuck? Yeah, he had like he started from the bottom. You ain't you ain't do nothing like that. So don't be trying to talk it up like that, Mr. Miles. Uh-huh. But it is cool that he got a business started, you know. A black man with a business, we like seeing that. Yeah, he could have been way more irresponsible with that money. So at least he started something. Yeah. So that's when the wife accuses Lynn of wanting money. And she's like, I don't want nothing from y'all. So she gets up and tries to leave. And that's when Kenneth tries to get up and apologize to her and says, I'm sorry for not being in your life. Will you please give me a second chance? And she's like, all right, cool. And they hug it out. And that's when I noticed, dang, Lynn is still on the East Coast. She didn't even get on the flight. She's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next we're back on the plane. Joan's gotten uh, out of her seat and she snuck up to first class. I love Maya being bougie about first class. Did you like this this uh I did. joke? I did. Oh, Maya, you couldn't wait to board with us? And miss my opportunity to laugh at you coach losers tracking by with your snack packs? I don't think so. <laughs> Cow. Well, move on. Because this cow's about to knock back another free glass of champagne. <laughs> She says she's not supposed to be here. Imposter! <laughs> she's like, I smells coach. <laughs> and she don't give a fuck if it's Joan. She don't care that it's her friend. She will rat anybody out who's not supposed to be there. So, um, Joan gets caught sitting next to Tony and the stewardess says that she can stay as long as um, she can make Tony behave because she's sick and tired of Tony. Mm -hmm. And Joan agrees, so she gets to... Um, 
she gets to stay there but she sees william waiting on the bathroom and she's like okay this is my chance so she gets up and tries to i guess confess her feelings and that's when monica pulls him into the bathroom to do some mild high club stuff so she doesn't get to say it to be continued on that hmm. you know whenever i go on a plane and i go in the bathroom i never feel like they're big enough for two people how do they do that that and they're fucking disgusting like that too why the fuck would you want to have really your gotta... private genitals out on a plane with all that motherfucking germs <laughs> and you could get turned on by that shit girl if you don't get a lysol spray some people are always ready to go you know oh yeah yikes so then all of a sudden we're a blue bar i don't know all of a sudden there's a lot of all of a sudden <laughs> in this episode but it just be cutting i'm like did y'all land the plane what the fuck so, <laughs> so all of a sudden we're a blue bar with joan and maya and joan's talking about she never told william her feelings first off i'm loving tracy's hair it's like oh my shorter. Gosh. It looks like they put probably curlers in it and then combed it out, something like that. Yes, it looked like they might have shaped it. Like the curls are just popping. Yes, it's really nice. I like it. It gets better. I feel like it gets better from what I remember. But Joan says she don't need William. Forget William. He's drama anyway. And then all of a sudden, the white lesbian lady appears at Blue Bar. <sighs> this is just too much. Y'all said y'all had extra time and you didn't know how to fill it. And we're just going to make this a Mm -hmm. running thing because I don't know how the fuck she ended up in New York from L.A. And at that exact bar. That's crazy. Yeah. Ended up in L.A., New York. Y'all could have showed the plane landing for all that shit. Like, there's no continuity in anything. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, it just is the running thing, literally, because eventually Amorosa comes back up. And starts to chase Joan again. And Joan's like, no, stop. Wait, wait, wait. And Amorosa's like, not the shoes again. And Joan says, no, mace. And she pulls out a spray bottle and sprays Amorosa in the face. But she don't flinch because it's not mace. It's facial (laughs) mist. (laughs) So that's when Joan's like, oh, shit. So then she takes off her shoes and starts running. And she chases her. So that's the end of that episode. The storyline wasn't hitting. It was just, Omarosa was very popular at the time. They said, we we going to throw her in there, you know. Yeah. She was like, oh, I really like this show, Girlfriends. Can somebody get me on it? Maybe maybe Tracy can get me on it. And they needed to write something for her. So that's yeah. what they did. It didn't push anything along as far as the story. I would have so. preferred if they made her the flight attendant. That would have been funny. Oh, my God. That would have been way better. Yeah. She could have been the the flight attendant with attitude. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why we need to be writing shit like this. No, shout Period. out to you, Mara. Thank you for uh, everything you've done. Friend yeah. of the show, Mara Rocket. Friend Kill. of the show. <laughs> so uh, next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. Etsy, what was your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes. I would say it's like a running joke. Is Maya being bougie to everybody <laughs> and getting to switch up the roles which we could switch up the roles right <laughs> and be bougie as hell since everybody likes to be bougie as hell to her period i smell coat <laughs> <laughs> you know that is a good thing like i didn't realize that in the show maya doesn't always get moments like this you know where she can 
be bougie because before she had a husband that wouldn't allow her to. He wouldn't allow her to Mm. if she tried. Mm. So it's good that she got this book deal and she got things comped for her, even though she kind of went a little too far. And she got to be in first class and look down on certain people that, you know, may look may have looked down on her in the in the past. You know, Joan has been giving her a hard time about her her uh, ghetto ness sometimes, (laughs) you know, like about, you know, her wedding and stuff like that. So it's good that she could switch it up and give it back to her. My oh hell yes moment is when Lynn came back at her bio dad talking about, oh, the money to start your business you is easy when you take seed money uh, to get rid of your child or whatever. So Okay, drop the ball. Some shots was fired. Shots was fired. Mics were dropped. I mean, let let her know what it is because what these, what these niggas, what these niggas will do is they'll switch it up and rewrite history as if, oh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, I started my own business. It's like, well, well how did you get the money for that shit? Let's talk about that. You got it from a waste, racist white family from the South who didn't want their blood tainted with your black ass. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's not let's not leave out the important parts. And I like that Lynn made sure he didn't forget that. So shout nope. out to that. Um, so if you guys want to talk to us, uh, we're pretty well, we well, we're both on Twitter. We are very uh, yes. talkative, responsive on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Hell Yes Girl and Etsy mm-hmm. Rose Twitter is at Etsy Rowe. All one word. At Etsy Rowe. E-T-S-Y-R-O-E. Talk to me. I've been more more active on the twits. On the twit. On the Twitter. Yes. Go ahead and do that. And also go on to Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe. Make sure you pass along this wonderful podcast to whoever you think would be interested. And also give us five stars. That's right. Five stars on whatever platform that you can do that on. Next week, the episode is called... I don't know why it's called this, but... It's called The Rabbit Died. I don't know why. Sure, we'll find out the meaning behind that. And hopefully we can come up with something. But yeah, that episode is next. Now they're back in LA. We can deal with a lot of stuff as far as Tony's marriage, this pregnancy situation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all we deal with. So we'll do that next week. And until then, I am Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And meet us back here next week for The Rabbit Died. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.